Please take a seat. Let's just uh, have a word of prayer before we look at some reflections on that reading. Father, we thank you that your word is living and active, and we ask that your Holy Spirit would just shine some light on it, perhaps something we already knew, perhaps something different to reflect on. Um, would you use Manju and I in our preparations and help us to say something that might linger for a long time? In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so there's a few of the reminders of some of the things you said. We kind of anticipated what you might say. We don't have showers on there, but we have hygiene, so maybe that covers the shower as well. But you see the very last one, uh, which again, Tim quickly anticipated. Uh, today, the theme is the baptism of Jesus. So generally speaking, what is baptism for? Can we have the next slide, please? And the next one. Turning away, turning away from sin. That's the cleansing aspect of baptism. When, when we have baptism services here, whether it's a, a parent bringing a child or someone coming as an adult, one of the things we ask are, what are you turning away from? There are three things. And then the second aspect of baptism, next slide, is what we're turning to. So we're starting a journey onto a new life, following God, that's our statement. And then the third thing is really encompassing both of them. It's the, the symbol, the outward symbol for everyone else to see. It's the public witness that we've turned away from the sin, the flesh, the devil, and we're turning to God and following Christ. So that being said, why on earth did Jesus come to be baptized? It seems a strange thing. He had no sin to turn away from. He had nothing evil within him. He didn't need to be cleansed. So why was he coming to symbolically get washed? Well, what we're going to try and do now is look a little bit at the, what we think and what the, we believe the Bible has already said. And some of it is perhaps our interpretation. And, and then Manji's going to deal with the, well, so what? What's that got to do with us? So number one, this one I think is quite clear. He was doing what God wanted. It's not so apparent in the Luke passage, but if you jump across to the Matthew passage of the same story in chapter 3 and verse 15, uh, John didn't want to baptize Jesus, probably for the very same reasons that we think it was a strange thing to happen. Uh, and he said, no, 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 you should be baptizing me. And Jesus said these words, I'll read them and then we'll unpack them a little bit. Let it be so now, Jesus said, it is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Any scholars amongst us that can interpret those words? <laughs> it sounds very uh, poetic Shakespearean to me. Uh, some, thankfully, some modern translations have helped us a little bit. Uh, fulfill all righteousness, basically to do what is right in the eyes of God, to do what God wanted. Um, as far as my understanding goes, baptism for the Jews would have symbolized a willingness to submit and to follow a rabbi and therefore God. And Jesus was standing and entering into that to say, yes, I also at the start of my ministry want 
to do what God wants. I want to stand in full obedience to what his mission is. And he was also kind of saying to John, you know, you were the preparer. You were the one that's dug all this hard work, getting the road ready. And now, it's, in a sense, your mission is complete and I'm taking over the baton. And John was almost like um, commissioning him out into his mission. So what? So just as Jesus obeyed and John fulfilled his purpose set out by God, how do we people in this time walk in that obedience with Christ? So I have two points for that. Through reading and studying the word. The more we read and we learn and understand who God is, the more we understand his purposes for us. And so we are able to walk in his ways. We know that we read the word of God, but that continued digging deep into his word, finding out who God is, dwelling into what he's done for us is important. The second, through prayer. Through prayer and conversation and building up that relationship with God, not just coming in and God, I need this, I want this. But having that conversation back and forth, listening to his voice. And in this way, we tune our ears and our hearts to hearing his voice. So as a result, as we learn his word and we converse and we build a relationship with God, we make those steps in obedience in every circumstances of our lives. Okay, point number two is why Jesus got baptized. Need a couple more screens. Yeah, we go. Uh, no, next, further on. A few screens later. I'll start and the, the screen will catch up, I think. There? Oh, yeah, there we go. Sorry, my eyes are bad. <laughs> he was identifying with us in our humanity. Um, he who knew no sin became sin. He who didn't need to be cleansed stepped into the waters of baptism. We've just come out of celebrating Christmas, Jesus coming in human form, that ultimate sense of him identifying with us completely and utterly as a little baby. And then growing up through all the different challenges that we have in our limited bodies. He was Emmanuel, God with us. I love this. I love that he took on our form so that we could get to know God and he could bring us back and reintroduce us to the God that we turned away from. His being baptized was just another step a very significant step at the start of his ministry to symbolically saying, I am one of you. I'm doing this to show you and enable you to follow me. I'm setting a pattern so that all of you who take this step will be a part of the kingdom of God, of which I am the head. So what? There is a difference. 
Now the Son of God came among us as Jesus. He sees our needs and feels the heartbeat of our concerns. He gathers our tears and he collects our hopes. He knows our confusions and our broken relationships. And he knows how, how sin keeps us estranged from the Father and the soul deep loneliness that we feel. He scooped all of this to himself and carried them into the river. He has been there in all of our circumstances, in all of our situations, the ups and our downs. Now the words to the song Rescuer by Ren Collective confirms this character of God and how Jesus identifies with us. There is a good news for the captive, good news for the shamed. There is good news for the one who walked away. There is good news for the doubter, the one religion failed. For the good Lord has come to seek and save. He is beauty for the blind man, riches for the poor. He is friendship for the one the world ignores. He is pasture for the weary, rest for those who strive. Now Jesus arrived at the Jordan to declare his full solidarity with both us, the sinners, and with his Holy Father. But it was at the baptism that John shouted out, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Though he had no sin, he identified with us. So in essence, he says, I will live where he lives, where I will live where they live. I will go through what they go through. I will not be about them, I will be with them. And I will take the cleansing waters as one of them. I am on their side. This is what Jesus reminds us. <laughs> and the third point, he was showing the spoiler scene for the climax of his ministry and purpose. Um, have you ever wanted to watch a movie uh, and you, you meet somebody who's already seen it and they suddenly blurt out, oh, it's so sad when the main character dies. And you go, spoiler alert. But in this situation, Jesus was in a sense in a kind of code saying, this is my mission. This is, you're, you're seeing the end before it's even happened. You're seeing the trailer to the main event. He's outlining from A to Z what he's actually gonna do. He's gonna be taken by human hands. He's gonna be killed. He's gonna be buried. He's gonna rise up again. And at that point, the Father and the Spirit join in the celebration and they say, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. It's like the three of them combining together in absolute unity saying, yes, this is such a great plan. This is what we want to do. We want people to realize that they can do nothing of themselves, that they have to come into what Christ has already done. They will die with me in their baptism. They will rise again symbolically in their baptism, and then we'll be united forever. This was the marking the start of his earthly ministry, but also the ultimate point of his earthly ministry. So what? 
Now, as Pamela said, the Christ, uh, Christ's baptism in the water of Jordan anticipated the baptism in blood on the cross. He had consecrated himself to the Father as his ministry began. But a greater sacrifice awaited him. Jesus would have to wrestle down in his own human will in the Garden of Gethsemane, drawing on the full meaning of his entering into the Jordan River. And yet Jesus says in Luke 22:42, Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Now, I see saw in the beginning on how we demonstrated the different uses of, of water. This very touch of ordinary water kind of reminds us of that extraordinary sacrament he made for us. So every time you take a shower, you dive in the pool when pools open. <laughs> when you wash your hands, which we do so often these days, it reminds us of that journey down into the waters and up into new life that Jesus made on our behalf. Now, every day we seek to present ourselves to God. We have died to sin and raised with Christ into new life. Now, I want to end with these verses uh, from John 1, 12 to 13, and it's paraphrased in the Jesus Storybook Bible. For anyone who says yes to Jesus, for anyone who believes what Jesus said, for anyone who will just reach out and take it, then God will give them this wonderful gift to be born into a whole new life, to be who they really are, who God always made them to be, their own true selves, God's dear child. Now, before we move into um, worship and we respond with worship, I would like you to just remember and reflect for a minute the visual of the water that we had over here, remembering our own baptisms, remembering how we surrendered our lives to God, and remembering that that new life that we have in him.